Before this podcast begins, I would like to mention I am not an expert, and I am not, I'm more importantly not a doctor, and even more so, not your doctor. This is my current knowledge, and to be honest, it's a basic and fairly rudimentary understanding of steroids. I encourage all of you to do your own research. Most importantly, if any of you are considering steroid use, go and talk to your doctor about it before you do anything. Your health is your greatest asset. All right, thanks. Podcast starting three, two, one. What is up, everyone? This is our third episode of World of Lifting Podcast. Today's topic is steroids, but we have a special guest, personal friend of mine, Tim Wu. He is a pre-vet student at Cornell University and a genius. What's up, man? Uh, n- not so much a genius, but uh, I'm doing all right. Doing, doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. Yeah, so... Yeah. We're going to jump right into it. So our first topic is what are steroids and what do they do? Obviously, they are all based off of testosterone. Um, and people people use them for the various muscle building effects, um, sex drive, uh, strength, and all that, all that good stuff. But what have you seen so far in, in steroid use like as what they do? Mm, uh, I, th- um, a majority of steroids are, uh, based off of testosterone, or they um activate the androgen receptor. Androgen receptor is what testosterone and its family of steroids bind to. Yep. Uh, technically, testosterone is a member of the family called androgens, which is part of like the bigger steroid group of hormones. Um, generally speaking, they just help build muscle, help you make more. Make yourself more masculine, I guess. It's probably the best way to describe it. Deepening of the voice, growing out hair, um, uh, stuff like that. Uh, makes you Generally makes you more aggressive. Yeah, um, uh, testosterone is probably the most well-known one, although there are definitely other androgens and other um, h- hormone like receptor modulators that are also used uh, yeah. as steroids. Yeah, well, the 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 more recent recently we're we're seeing um, uh, selective androgen uh, receptor modulators, and those are um, they're they're produced. They were made to mimic those effects of steroids, but take away most of the the bad side effects, like um, like the gyno or the shrunken balls, or I'm not sure, but yeah. Uh- the main reason why SARMs are actually um, were produced and were in testing was actually because um, they it's largely used as a cancer treatment or like uh, care for people who are cancer. Um, the what thing kind is of with just cancer in general, because cancer, especially with chemotherapy and radiation therapy, people tend to like shrivel up and like uh, basically deteriorate pretty quickly. And by you, so the, the problem is like if a female has cancer and she's going through that like deterioration when she's undergoing chemo, it's hard to just pump her full of testosterone because you get all the masculinizing effects of that. And it actually will end up rendering them infertile as well. Although chemo also tends to do that. Um, but it's just so a matter of for, like for women. It's, it's for a woman and for men because there, there are certainly negative side effects of testosterone too. For example, uh, with testosterone, a lot of people, if you dose them up on testosterone, you'll end up increasing their 
rates of, for example, prostate cancer later in life, because testosterone isn't like a hormone alone in and of itself. It gets converted into other hormones, primarily um, estrogen through aromatase. And um, what's it called? Damn. Uh, D DHT through, I think it's a Actually, I think it's five alpha reductase, but like it's yeah, the, the problem like, is cell, cell division is like a lot faster, right? Like, it's it's just that DHT doesn't have the same anabolic effects on muscle, but it has a much more androgenic effects when it comes to things like prostate, uh, liver, not liver, sorry, prostate and like other organs. Like it it tends yeah. to grow those, which yeah, enlarged prostate is no good, no good, certainly not a good thing. So a lot of the times when you give testosterone to a person you need to add other drugs for example aromatase inhibitors usually hear these in the um steroid bodybuilding community as ais um but yeah. you usually have to minimize the side effects or minimize the chance of aromatization because of that also another thing is um it testosterone is pretty strong and sarms generally well it's sarms you need to use a lesser dose technically they're stronger than testosterone but yeah you need you you won't get the same effects. Uh, there will there certainly are side effects, but not as strong as testosterone for the equivalent yeah. amount of anabolic effect. Speaking of side effects from anabolic steroid use, um, they typically um, enhance whatever the hell you are. So people with mental disorders should not consider taking it at all, because um, I heard that. Um, if you are prone to, let's say, anxiety, it will it will bring it out more, uh, or like make it worse. Um, other side effects include obviously the the gyno, that's through the estrogenic side effects. Still, um, you can get a pattern a male pattern baldness, uh, uh, surprisingly impotence as well, which is not something you would think of when you're on testosterone. Mm, yeah. Um... Too much hormone will certainly have that effect. It will make you it it, it hormones uh, both um testosterone and estrogen are needed to produce sperm, and it's one of those things where it's like messing around with those hormones isn't really the best thing when it comes to that. Um, actually, people don't know this, but estrogen is actually very vital to um growing, what do you call it, growing sperm and also transporting it through your epididymis. So, um, yeah. So if estrogen is too low, then that's a problem. Or estrogen or... is too high, you'll also run into other problems. But okay. it, it also, this as far as the mental side effects go, it, it certainly depends on the steroid that you're taking and how strong it is. Uh, for example, I, I don't think it's Winstrol. It's the one that they give the cows. Um, Trend below? Trend, yeah. It's like... Oh God, yeah, Trend's crazy, um, yeah. The a lot of um people have said that like when they're on trend they're always in sort of like a like a low state of hysteria or just like they're always a little bit mad or crazy. It certainly depends. Yeah. Like you, just... but the effects of trend ha are like crazy in terms of like crazy strength. Like uh, yeah, the top powerlifters use it. The, stuff. Like the it. thing is with um steroids is you always have to weigh the benefits to the cost for example trenbolone is going to mess you up when it comes to um like your endogenous production of ster of steroids for so like if you go on a low cycle you're going to need a pct after that because your testosterone levels are going to be crashed um yeah. whereas for example like if you're on certain sarms um i don't know for example like osterine 
it's generally speaking much better for you, and you generally won't need as strong of a PCT, if a PCT at all, to recover from that stuff. Of course, get it. this depends per person. Get blood work done. Um, don't be an idiot. Don't go on <laughs> stupid doses of stuff. Like, like yeah. just, just like, uh, in, in my opinion, like, people really shouldn't be doing steroids, but if you are, like, take the minimum doses needed, get the maximum gain for the least amount of side effects. Yeah. And just be... Well, quoting from, quoting from uh, Dr. Ben Pollock, uh, current 198 world record holder in the total for powerlifting, he... Um, I don't think he openly admitted to taking it, but um, he hinted at it, so I think he is on it, but um, he, all, he, he had a whole YouTube video on it, on his channel. He talked about how... Um, uh, the people that are there are a lot of people that are taking grams, grams of testosterone, and they don't even look like they work out. Okay. And he also talked about like using the, the minimum dosage to to find out like how your body reacts to it is, is the yeah. best way to go about it. Um, yeah. something that is good to note is that different steroids don't work in the same way to build muscle. Like for example, most androgen-based hormones like testosterone, um, I, I like, and basically most of like the quote unquote like anabolic steroids that you think of are generally like um androgen receptor modulators and they will increase muscle growth that way but you also have other steroids uh, i can't think of any off the top of my head that will for example like activate igf1 pathways i think growth hormone is going to do this yeah right growth although hormone growth hormone really doesn't actually cause any um actual muscle growth in and of itself it's not really an anabolic hormone at all what actually happens is that your liver has receptors for growth hormone on it and then your liver will release igf1 and igf1 is actually what causes the growth in and of itself although there is some research that shows that growth hormone does have some anabolic effect although a majority of that is because of igf1 um so it promotes your body's ability to produce more um more hormone, hormone? it, it it growth hormone okay so the thing with growth hormone is it it's also like a very very strong um nutrient partitioning or like a nutrient repartitioning agent so this is why when people are fasting you see very 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 high levels of growth hormone it's because growth hormone is actually needed for lipolysis um with the, the actual um turning your body fat into energy um so the thing is with that is that when you are um, fasting, your liver will decrease the sensitivity or decrease the amount of receptors it has for growth hormone, and it will therefore decrease the amount of IGF-1 it releases. So just because you have high growth hormone doesn't mean you're releasing a lot of IGF-1, and because of that, it doesn't necessarily mean that you're causing a lot of growth. People who are fasting, it's quite obvious that they're not gaining mass, you know, like they're not getting huge, but their growth hormone is pretty high. Um, but that's because growth hormone isn't being used to signal the IGF-1 pathway that then causes further muscle growth. So it's one of those things where it's like, you don't want to like seriously overdose on testosterone without also like, um, Oh, that's, that's a great one. Is that even possible to overdose on a, on a steroid? Look, it's, it, I don't, I actually don't know if it's possible to overdose necessarily on testosterone. I'm, sh I'm sure there's a way you could kill yourself if you have enough of it, but you, you gotta be real dumb to do that. Um, yeah. it's just a matter of like, you get less and less anabolic effect for more and more side effects. Um, as you increase yeah, the dosage, so it, yeah. 
More is not yeah. better in terms of this. Yeah. So it's one of those things where it's like, if you're going to take drugs, take the least amount of like testosterone, take the least amount of whatever you can take. But also, if you want to make maximum amount of gains, I guess you would theoretically be better off taking, for example, growth hormone, a low dose of growth hormone or a low dose of like something like that and testosterone, because then you're working on multiple parts of like the chain that helps build muscle rather than just trying to signal out, single out one area or like one specific pathway that helps build muscle. Yeah. Um, so though, so we're talking about testosterone and HGH, another, um, oh, and Trenbolone, we talked about Trenbolone as well. Another big injectable steroid that is also used is, um, I guess, common for cyclers, we'll call it EPO. EPO, yeah. Um, yeah. Truth be told, I actually don't know too much about EPO. Um, it does help with, um, what do you call it? Red blood cell production, I think. Um, it's actually... Okay. That's important for endurance athletes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's actually produced by your own body in the kidneys. Uh, and it's one of those things that just boosts your red blood cell count. And higher red blood cell, you can imagine... Uh, more oxygen carrying capacity in your blood. Actually, if you go to, um, okay, so um, the, something that's cool is um, the amount of red blood cells in your body is actually measured by something called hematocrit, which is a percentage. So whenever you take your own blood and then you like centrifuge it, you have like the bottom portion. That's usually the red blood cells. You have a thin layer in between those. That's usually white blood cells and other proteins. And you have the area above it, which is just like a clear liquid called plasma. And hematocrit is like the percentage of your blood that um, is red blood cell. Um, I think for most people, it should be around 40, 45%. Um, let me check. Um, yeah, it shouldn't be like too much. You know, the, the thing is, um, red blood cells are pretty thick. Like they're, they're thick boys. So it's one of those <laughs> things where it's like, if you have too much red blood cells in your system, um, your blood becomes too thick and your heart has to work harder to pump it. And that becomes a problem real fast. There are stories of elite cyclists having to wake up in the middle of the night to cycle, to like actually work out because their heart rate would drop so low and their blood was so thick that they would die because they um, weren't getting enough blood to their tissues. Isn't um, hematocrit can also be high just from dehydration? Oh, yeah. Hem hematocrit right? will um, differ based on like um, just – for example, hydration status, where you live also plays a huge role. If you live in a low where yeah, you if you live in a low oxygen right. environment, you generally have higher hematocrit because your body will overproduce red blood cells to um, counteract that. Ah. For example, that's why like if you like, see like people training for the Olympics, usually before they yeah. go to the Olympics, they'll usually train in like Colorado or like in the Rocky Mountains. Because oh, hell yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, crazy. It, it, the decreased um, oxygen will cause your body to produce more red blood cells. Wait, which athletes? Uh, I think that? I think basically all athletes who train for the Olympics before the Olympics, they most of yeah. them will end up training in the Rockies. Even something like a rifle. Uh, I I actually like don't know about shoot? that, but like honestly, I, I <laughs> honestly I don't know about all athletes, but I know a lot of them yeah. do. And that's actually one of the things with yeah, Kenyan uh, um, distance runners. A lot of them train in Kenya, and a lot of them train. Like around where they live. Oh, the Kenyan runners are yeah. beasts. Uh, it's actually pretty high altitude there, where they generally live. Actually, speaking of endurance events, um, this was done by with pacers, but uh, who's that guy that broke oh, the? Oh, Elliot Kipchoge. Record? Oh yeah, he is insane. Yeah. Whew. Yeah. 
I actually, to be honest, I, 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 I have a very, very strong doubts that he's on drugs. I don't think he is. I, I, I have a very, very strong belief that he wouldn't be on drugs because I think he has too much to risk. And also, genetically speaking, he is very elite. Like, he is genetically super yeah. elite. And okay. also, he yeah. trains his ass off, too. And another thing is, like, like endurance athletes, you will see a difference if you do take drugs. But it's not like it's, – it's not like – it's not like strength athletes where you just take a little bit of testosterone and then like you're throwing around weights that natties are like crying with. But like, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, I think one of the things that cyclists have a really, really good time with is um, cyclists. A lot of it is pretty bursty along with the endurance side. So that certainly does help. Also higher red blood cell count certainly makes things a lot easier. Yeah. No, um, I also did, did a little bit more research on this. Um, um, the another potential side effect is um, tendon snapping, mm. but um, we also I also learned that um, it's not so much that the tendon's weak. It's just yeah, you that get stronger too your fast. Recovery rate is so high. Yeah, yeah, and you're, the weights you're pushing are you know not generally something you you, you would be pushing. Generally actually, speaking, that's one of the things that you you don't really see generally in most strength sports, but you actually see it quite often or fairly commonly when you go into for sports like rock climbing. A lot of people who start off rock climbing, um, their muscles and their body get so much better at rock climbing so quickly. And a lot of them train too much in the beginning that their tendons and ligaments aren't able to recover and strengthen along with those muscles. Because the truth is, is that tendons, ligaments, they don't get the same amount of blood flow that muscles do. So they aren't able to recover and gain, gain strength, I guess, uh, gain capacity, work capacity as fast as muscles. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we talked about testosterone, trembolone, HGH, and now, um, well, we got the other ones like Winstrol, uh, fucking Stenozolol, was that the same thing? When's just Stenozolol? Uh, Stenozolol? Actually, I don't know. Um, Stenozolol was very, very popular amongst weightlifters, though. Really? I thought that was a run. I thought that was a sprinter thing. Um, I- I've been, I've, I've been, I've, I've heard that, um, Stenozolol was actually, um, like, used quite heavily by a lot of Olympic weightlifters, um, in the early days. Well, we we also have other things with steroids. We got uh, we got the the, the types of esters. Oh, like uh, cypionate and then they propionate testosterone. Um, I guess that's like the half life, right? I yes. Imagine. Um. So. Half- so um, yeah. a thing with a lot of drugs is that your body's pretty good at clearing this stuff out, and by adding these esters, you essentially slow down the breakdown. So that's at a fairly common rate. So, like, for example, like, testosterone, um, once that stuff gets broken down, you get the, um, you get the ester, of course, but you also get the full version of the hormone. So. But, like, longer in your body, I guess? Yeah, the the slower it breaks down, the more longer release it is. Um, That's actually a way you can actually cheat drug tests, because you can go on stuff that's super short half-life, and then by the time you actually go in for testing, you're in an extremely low level already just like stop the drugs a few days before the before the test yeah that's that's the 
that's the propanate, right? That's the extremely fast. Uh, I'm not too well educated on the amount on the esters. Yeah, I know cypionate and enanthate is like, um, well, according to TRT, they that's like a once every two weeks injection kind of thing. But yeah, another steroid we we um this year is a deca deca durable whatever yeah equipoise um there's a lot of a lot of designer steroids out there um okay move on actually one of the interesting things about um designer steroids is the ioc the olympic the international olympic committee and wada had no idea it existed until one of the coaches for one of the teams actually sent in a vial of that shit to wada and then wada realized like this is a drug. This is yeah. If you guys don't know what WADA is, WADA is World Anti-Doping. Um, yeah. yeah, they're essentially the ones that run all the anti-doping for all the countries in the Olympic sports. Um, they do like yeah. randomized drug tests and stuff. They had no idea it existed until a coach had sent it in because he thought it was like your moral and cheating system. So, yeah. Really, I honestly don't know which coach, but apparently that's how they found out yeah. about it. And it's one of those things where it's like drug tests are very, very particular for specific drugs for the most part. And it's one of those things where it's like a, a different drug is not going to ha- be detected, even though it's going to have the same effects. And also another thing is these drugs aren't like well known what they do. For example, like Nandrolone, um, which is DECA, like it's been studied quite heavily Um like a lot, the like testosterone, of course, has been studied quite heavily. So we know basically what it's going to do to you, what most of the side effects are, like what, like what you need to do after it, like what are the biggest threats from that stuff. But when it comes to like untested medications or like untested like um, chemicals, that's pretty pretty dangerous. Um, that's one of the things with SARMs. Like SARMs just aren't well tested enough. And it's one of those things where you're like, yeah, it may may not shut down your testes in the short term, but who knows? It may cause a cancer like later in, on in your life. It's it's really not known what it actually does. It just hasn't been studied that well. All right, so we're gonna move on to um, we have inject injectable forms of steroids, but we also have uh, we got yeah. oral forms, which is uh, extremely liver toxic. We got. The things like Dianabol, we got Anavar, we got Anadrol, um, people, bodybuilders, uh, powerlifters, whatever athlete, they usually cycle this with an injectable to get to stack the effects. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. So we'll start with Dianabol. So what are the effects of Dianabol? Um, Dianabol. I actually don't. I actually don't know uh, like specific drugs too well, to be honest. Yeah. Back, back in the Arnold days, uh, the golden age of bodybuilding, uh, it was pretty open. Dianabol was a big thing. It was like a big mass, uh, um, mass building thing. It was like you, you, you like retained a lot of water. You bloated. Um, you gain a lot of muscle in a short period of time, and you gain a lot of strength in a short period of time as well. And they usually stack the Dianabol with the testosterone to to get even crazier. Yeah. Effects. The thing is with um a lot of the early drugs is um a lot of them actually, um caused a lot of um androgenic side effects like masculinization acne hair hair growth voice changes stuff like that um but a lot of the fluid retention and stuff is actually from uh estrogen side effects like um i don't know if the drug would get aromatized but uh the thing is is that if you have a lot of 
testosterone like um, androgen receptor modulators binding to actual receptin androgen receptors, you have more testosterone basically free in your body. And a lot of that is going to be more readily available to be aromatized into estrogen. So you end up having just higher estrogen levels as well because of that. Yeah, well, the problem with um, oral steroids is the how extremely yep. toxic it is for actually for the, the thing is is um it, it depends on the medication first of all and it's a lot of oral medications because the thing is is that with oral medication it has to go through your digestive tract like it it goes into your stomach and shit like that and uh, your body needs to be able to absorb it without like destroying it in your stomach and through your digestive tract and that's a problem so what a lot of drugs do is they um, attach chemicals to it or they attach like things with it that prevent digestion and the thing with that is is once it gets absorbed it generally has to go to the liver to be metabolized before it releases the actual medication into your system problem with that is that's why you see liver damage that's why you see higher liver enzymes for example yeah that's shown yeah. in the blood work yeah the usually usually um when the liver enzymes are up and you, you get blood work that they usually tell tell sign your liver is working yeah. extra hard Definitely not the best thing for you. <laughs> yeah. Um, actually, we'll add another topic in here. I've seen a lot of dumb stuff online. The legal alternative steroid, which is basically just like a hyped up test booster. Okay. Um, I've seen uh, get. Uh, there's like this brand called Crazy Bulb. Look. Or, I don't know. There's a, there's a lot of them out there. They they claim to have all the effects of steroids. But no, like none. none I wouldn't no trust effects. that stuff. A lot of those times, yeah. those Medicaid, those quote unquote like supplements, are just like a rebranded, like I don't know, like cheap steroid. Um, I don't know. For example, like I'm, I'm sure, like um, what's it called, Dianable or something like that, is not terribly expensive to produce, especially since it's been in production for such a long time, and they'll just add that stuff in with the pills, or maybe the pill just basically contains like nothing and you won't get any effect at all yeah, in which case you're just throwing away money although arguably throwing away money is better than like yeah destroying your health through that type of stuff yeah yeah so okay now we have SARMs um, a lot of SARMs out there I have no idea when this stuff started but uh, I know is that um, they work they're legal only for research purposes. That's how they get around like it being legal. I know they're trying to pass something. Hopefully they will be legal. legal within the next few years because honestly, in my opinion, there's so little research on them that it's probably better that people aren't allowed to take them because... I mean, uh, anabolic steroids in the US, um, it's already a class yeah. three drug. Um, I don't know what offenses you get if you get caught with it. Uh, I, I think it's, it's I like, think it's just a fine unless you caught with like large enough amounts where they think you're dealing. If you're dealing, okay. I think oh, you go to prison okay. for a while. I th I think if you just caught with it, it doesn't really matter. Also, another thing, it's like like they, they just take it away and then you have to get yeah, paid. Yeah. Also, another thing, is I'm, I'm sure the cops really don't give a shit. Like, like who who really cares? Oh yeah, the like, thing, the thing on steroids. Yeah, the thing. The thing. That, that that stood out to me was Ronnie Coleman was a police yeah. officer and Ronnie Coleman, eight-time yeah. Mr. Olympia. 
and no one really thought to like. Yeah, I, th- I think he had switch. actually talked about it, where he was like, like the the yeah. police, like it's like it's it's in my opinion, it's a waste of the police's time to be able to have to go after that stuff. I'm sure the police. Yeah, and the tests are insanely expensive yeah, I mean, for, for steroids. The, the police think, already right? already have enough work on their hands, and they already have a lot of stuff that they got to deal with. That, in my opinion, like little shit like this, where it's like if people want to ruin their health, that's for them, you know. And it's like it's it's honestly like, in my opinion, a waste of the police officers' time when they. Have- and besides, besides the fact that if if you get pulled over by Ronnie Coleman in his prime, yeah, you're, you're not, not moving anywhere, dude. What the fuck are you? Gonna- yeah, yeah, you're like, oh, <laughs> shit, okay, yeah. Um, yeah, moving back to SARMs, we, um, we got um, Osterine, we got LGD, Ligandrol, uh, Carterine, and they all have, uh, I guess, mimic, like, stuff like testosterone, uh, um, strength building, like Anavar, and all that stuff. But, um, yeah, they, they current, um, I know powerlifting, they just added the, I don't know how recent it was, but they they added SARMs to the to the ban list. So if you get tested positive for that, you're you're whatever record you broke, or you just yeah. get stripped of it. Uh, technically, um, carterine isn't a SARM because SARM literally means selective androgen receptor modulator, which means it binds to the androgen receptor and can either have agonistic, which means it mimics testosterone, or antagonistic, which means it basically just takes up that um, receptor and mm, doesn't cause really any effect. So you basically see a decrease, but carterine technically isn't a, a SARM in that definition. It it works on some different pathway, but if I'm correctly, it's it's basically just called exercise in a bottle because it increases your cardiovascular performance by quite a lot. Um, yeah, but it's technically not a SARM. Yeah, going back to the testing and all that, I've always wondered why the IOC holds. Well, I don't know if it's IOC, but maybe it's WADA. They hold on to samples. Uh, oh yes, yeah. So yeah, of course. Long. Like just recently, um, uh, I think uh, a couple years back, uh, Alexei yep. Tarakti, uh, oh, yeah, Tarakti. He um, he was uh, Olympic champion in the 105 kilo class mm-hmm. in Olympic weightlifting, and he was recently caught with a banned substance. Um, yeah, back and back in, from 2012 that he he when he produced yes. this urine sample, and they found something like seven. Six yeah, in my later. opinion, I think it's good that they do these retroactive drug tests because a lot of these drugs, we don't really have effective tests for them right now, or the tests that we do have aren't really the greatest, or they're just medications that we don't test for. And it's one of those things where yeah. it also serves a um, like a preventative thing where it's like, yo, like if you do drugs, we may not bust you now, but we'll bust you five years from now, you know? Yeah, which is a problem because... It's a big hit on your reputation, um, even though it's obvious, but like, there's always like the doubt, maybe he's not on it, but like, yeah, but yeah. So now we're going to start talking about uh, their use in sports. So steroids and strength sports, bodybuilding, well, is bodybuilding considered a strength sport? Not uh, really I don't right. know. Uh, strong, strongman, Olympic weightlifting, powerlifting. So in Olympic weightlifting, um, if you guys didn't know, Russia got taken off 2020 Olympics. They, they got, ta- they got banned again, 2016, they were banned mm-hmm. 2020. They're gone again. Well, tw- well, 2021 now since of this COVID situation. Yeah. I think that's one of those things where it's yeah. like it to deny that steroids don't have an effect is just wrong. 
it they're going to make you stronger, faster, better, basically. Um, of course, you still need to work hard even with the drugs. But the truth is, is that a lot of people start drugs when they're early or young, and then they just keep on taking them. And the thing is with that is, one, it's terrible for you, but two, it certainly gets you good-ass results. It certainly makes you progress real fast. There are stories of Eastern Bloc countries with um, kids kids being given like little like bottles of Dianabol or bottles of other steroids to take home and take um like when they're in these olympic weightlifting training camps um yeah kids oh, are given kids are they given started they start early uh but another thing is like these kids start training early too so it's one of those things where it's like the drugs over a long period of time will have an effect but also training will, over a long period of time will have an effect and those combined will just make you like a monster you know like for example lasha talakatsi was popped for drug use uh, when he was a junior lifter. And you're going to tell me that he's added, I don't know, like 20, 30 kilos onto his total while, quote-unquote, like, cleaning up? Like, I don't think that's true. You know, like, it's quite obvious. Well, they just found yeah. better, found it's a better way, like he's, you know? he's, he's more than likely on something, but in my opinion, like, it's, that's okay. Like, one of one of the lifters yeah. I look up to, Ilya Ilyin, my God, mm-hmm. got popped so many times. Like, um, both of both of his Olympic uh, both of his Olympic gold medals stripped. Um, for some reason, World Championship medals, sure. he still has them. Like, I'm guessing they don't hold on to samples from World. I honestly world don't know how they how, the, how WADA does World Championships. Because yeah, I'm thinking maybe they toss the samples mm-hmm. from World Championships right away. I I, I would think, I would imagine because. Ilya Ilyan would not have those titles if they, if they still had like the Ilya Ilyan, like, you see him celebrating, um, quote-unquote, like, PRs that are literally, like, 5, 10 kilos under what he was able to do in his prime, right? And it's one of those things where it's like, that's probably what a clean lift, that's what a clean Ilya can do, you know? He's still, of course, an elite-level lifter, but he's not what he used to be with drugs. But at the same time, like, like drugs, they help you a lot, but in strength sports it's one of those big debates honestly i really don't have a lot of things to comment on it because i don't know uh, i don't know both sides of the argument too well where it's like like in my opinion like i'll watch lasha talakazi lift and i still love it like it is incredible watching yeah. that man lift breaking human like human um, it's, it's like know, watching him lift that. is like not seeing like what lasha is capable of but more like seeing what hu- humans are like capable of doing. Where it's... Well, the one thing I know, strongman, uh, specifically the Arnold Classic Strongman competition, they don't give a crap about yeah, testing. They don't test at all. They just let them go. They just let them like let them have at it. They fucking whatever yeah. the health you're taking, whatever. Like they just like yeah, they're and they're deadlifting one thousand like it's nothing. Like a thousand a thousand pound deadlift was like was freaking crazy. Like. Yeah. maybe like 20 years ago in my opinion, like a standard like if you want to make it it's like in you my have opinion to get i, I think it would be better for them to have like a tested and untested federation just like they do in like um powerlifting but it's one of those things where it's like you see the elite untested powerlifters i mean like some of them look like they're like on the edge of like dying <laughs> like they don't look healthy but it's 
it's one of those things where it's like, do you do you really want like the Olympics, which has like this reputation of like sportsmanship and like just quote unquote like purity to be drugged up like that? Like if they do decide to go to untested, is my opinion untested? It's like you, you you never have that thought in the back of your head, like oh maybe this person's on drugs because everybody knows that they're on drugs. So like the fact that everyone is is on drugs makes it sort of like a more level playing field. Yeah, well, yeah, that's that's one of the reasons why I pers- I personally don't think powerlifting would ever be taken into the Olympics because they have a billion federations, um, untested, tested federations. Multiply, single ply, raw, yeah. raw, raw with wraps. Oh. Um, it's something like they have to this like Olympic weightlifting. It's snatch, clean and jerk, sleeves, belt. Mm. That's it. Go lift, and that's that's standard for everyone. I mean, I think some lifters use like light wraps or something, but like still, there's a stand like you can't be putting on like a multiply suit for for fucking Olympic. I don't know, in my opinion, so. like, um, yeah. I, I think powerlifting may be added to the Olympics eventually. It's just a matter of, like, what effect will drugs have, you know? Because, like, we know for a fact that Olympic lifting, drugs are very prevalent. Drugs are huge in Olympic weightlifting, you know? And, like, they have questioned removing it for the 2024 Olympics. They've questioned it for the 2020 Olympics, too. Oh, yeah, I got, yeah. I don't know if it's so much about, like, the the drugs or something. I don't know. I'm just imagining maybe it's, like, it's not bringing enough. I, bringing enough. I, I think it's one of those like, things where it's like you look at it, and it makes the IOC and WADA look bad, you know, because like it's a tiny sport. Nobody yeah, really yeah. watches it when compared to like running or swimming, you know, and you have athletes being popped yeah, left true. and right, left and right. Like you have these athletes being popped all the time, and it doesn't make the IOC or WADA look good when you have a small sport that's like called Olympic weightlifting, you know. That doesn't really have a lot of viewers, and like yeah. everyone's being popped for drugs, you know. So I, I think it's more like a reputation thing. It certainly is small, and I think that's one of the reasons why they don't, you know, like they they don't they, they they're questioning getting rid of it because I don't think they would ever get rid of I don't know, for example, biking or like long distance running if people kept on getting popped. I don't know because I love the Willie thing. It's yeah. been there. It's been there since the beginning. It used to be a part of track and field for some reason. Oh, shot put, man. Shot put's a strong sport, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah. All right. So moving on from steroids and strength sports, now it's any other sport. Steroids, were, they're big in, uh, I know the UFC fighters, they they get popped all the time. Um, pro boxers, um, uh, big one cyclists. Um, what else? Uh Pretty sure shot putters get popped yeah. at some point. I don't know, right? Um, I'm trying I mean, to like basically any sport. sport you, if there's use. money on the line, people will dope in it. Yeah, I'm like Sprinting. people. People what dope in esports yeah. too. You know, people take Xannies and like Adderalls before tournaments. Yeah. Oh my god. If there's really? money on the line and there's reputation on the line, people are gonna find a way to cheat the system. Um. Uh, yeah. Crazy. Um. This. Well, I don't know. Like, what what would a fighter take? You'd, you'd probably to take more um, endurance enhancing stuff along with strength, because um, like you, like yeah, I would imagine kind of blood thing? doping, but also you would also add in the strength component, of course, because the fighting sports have both a strength and an endurance component. They tend to last pretty long, and you tend to be 
Yeah, you need to be pretty strong too. Yeah. Um, like the the freaking boxers, man. Um, they changed it from fifteen rounds to twelve rounds. Uh, I don't know when, but it's still twelve. I forgot uh, it's a three minute round. I honestly don't follow fighting Crap. sports to be honest because they're a little bit too bloody I for think, me. I think it's two minute round. But the the fighting is ba- you're basically yeah. fighting for like close to an hour. Yeah, no, and, I I, I yeah. can't watch fighting sports, man. I see someone take a shot to the head, and I'm like, oh no, oh that's so bad. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's, it's brutal, you know. Uh, oh, uh, yeah, yeah, I, stuff I, like yeah. So how how do you? Uh, I got questions for you now. Um, how do what what do you see <clears throat> in terms of steroids, like in your studies, oh. like in prevent? Oh, 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 you you give drugs to animals mainly just to like make them bigger, fatten them up. Like, for example, Winstraw was given to horses to make them bigger and stronger. What do they, what do they um, give? Do they give anything they to chickens? Them to chickens. They might give them, like, antibiotics to help them. Like, chickens, the thing is with chickens is that they grow really fast, and they're in really, really tight conditions, and, like, they don't really move a whole lot when they're being grown. So it's one of those things where your biggest fear is really, like, disease wiping out, like, an entire farm. So you load them up on drugs. Like, load them up on like, antibiotics and stuff. Like, Another thing oh, is like okay, chickens grow really, really fast. They, they don't really they don't inject no, them something to, to fatten them up. You wouldn't really want to chickens? inject chickens. Like that would do. take way too long because like a ten thousand chicken farm, you know, like that would be ridiculous. Getting a needle for every one of them. <laughs> um. Oh yeah. Yeah. You, you if you want to if you want to drug them up, I guess you could give it to them through food. Although that's one of those things where it's like selling that meat to the end consumer is going to be much rougher. Although, to be honest... Yeah, now, now yeah, they're, they're like aware, honest, aware of it now. They're like, oh, I want free I don't know chickens too much about, or something. Like, the meat industry. Like, I'm not like a meat industry expert. Like, I know like some basic stuff about it, but it's one of those things where it's like, like you... you yeah. I know it's brutal, man. It's crazy. It's really- like, I know that, you know that uh, documentary about uh, Tyson uh, chicken. Uh, I th- I've I've watched a few like for example like I've watched Food Inc. Oh yeah, that was that's a good one. I think that was the one. I'm not a big fan was of Food Inc. Um, sure, but... it misrepresents our food system quite a bit. Our food system is quite different from that, and it, in my opinion, I'm much more pro farmer than like what Food Inc. portrays. Like, I, I, I think GMOs aren't a bad thing. I think GMOs are fine. It's like a tool, sort of like a hammer, where it's like, you can use it for good, but you can also use it to kill someone, you know? It's a tool, and it depends on how you use it. Um, oh, another thing. Um, so there are sports where, well, it's not really much the, the, the human is involved. Uh, We're like, about like, like sled dog racing, equestrian um, sports, yeah. Yeah, what do they like, oh, do? Do they do horse racing? In, in those yes. Sports? Horse like, racing, that, yes. Yeah, horse racing. That, that's oh, for yeah. sure. Oh, what are they? Like, uh, they they horse, do they do drug testing on horses now. Um, certain drugs are allowed. For example, there's been a there's been. A, oh, they, they allow do test for trust. drugs, but there that's are certain crazy. drugs that are allowed. Like I forgot, there's been one that's been making the rounds, and it's been pretty um, um, it's been pretty contentious because it's a um. It's basically a really, really heavy painkiller. A thing with horses that, like, uh, a lot of them have, like, it's it's painful to run so fast. It's painful to push yourself so hard. So, yeah, they do test for that stuff. Sometimes it's allowed. Uh, certain medications are allowed. Um, 
like for example there are a lot of drugs are banned though um for example like i i know people have given um erythropoietin and growth hormone to horses that's definitely banned um but there's also other stuff that isn't banned i forgot what the drug is called it's it's basically a painkiller but if you dose them up high enough like it certainly improves performance yeah yeah that's actually i think what the about, triple what crown about like the... winner i forgot his name um the most recent triple crown winner okay so for those of you the horse's uh, the horse's name, name or like the dude's name or whoever Wait, is it... oh i don't know <laughs> I don't follow that at all. I have no idea what's go- what goes Wait, on. Wait, is it called the Triple Crown? For- yeah. Um, so for those of you who don't follow horse racing, there are three major um, horse races a year. Um, Kentucky Derby, the I think the Preakness Stakes, and the Belmont Stakes. There are, they're basically the three biggest horse races, horse races in the year. And there are very, very few horses that can win all three in one year. Um, oh, uh, the most recent one was Justify in 2018, yeah. And Justify, if I remember correctly, had tested positive. Uh, I think the New York Times did an article on it where they exposed it, where they it had tested um, positive for that drug uh, a little bit or a little bit after one of the major races of the year. Um, actually, horse racing is pretty interesting. Uh, I don't know. Uh, some of the horses are all, honestly really, really awesome stories. Um, what's, what's it called? I'm trying to think of the horse's name. Uh, I don't know. I can't think of it. I don't know. Secret- Secretariat, um, is one of the, probably the most famous horse racing horse of all time. Uh, he was crazy. Okay. All right. Three, two, one. We're back. So, right. yeah. I, yeah. Honestly, it's it's a big thing in horse racing. I'm I, I'm not too well versed on um sled dogs and sled dog racing, so I really don't really know how big of a thing it is there. But I I know in horses it's a it's it's a thing, for sure. Did they give anything to uh pigs to the pigs? Uh honestly I'm not so sure. I know cows sometimes people will give them drugs before they get slaughtered to like fatten them up, make them bigger. Although to be honest, a lot of that stuff has been going down quite dramatically in the past few years because consumers don't like it even though realistically speaking it doesn't really yeah. affect your health in any way. It doesn't. It it really doesn't. For example, no, doesn't. like people are afraid of RBST uh in milk like you see rbst free milk um that's oh yeah, yeah, yeah. that's the rbst yeah. stands for recombinant bovine somatotropin which is basically cow growth hormone and in reality like yeah it might get passed onto the milk but in reality your digestive system will wipe that stuff out yeah so it's basically non-existent you're, you're, you're dumping you're everything into a vat is, of just... acid anyway you know <laughs> Not not much is getting out of there in one piece. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's like the argument of like if someone swallows Ooh. maggots in their food. Yeah, no, no, I don't want to think about that. <laughs> yeah, I would imagine they would they would get oh, destroyed certain, by your certain certain um pathogens can make it past. So 
yeah, that is a problem. Oh God. So I know the so it's a it's a big deal in the food uh, industry. I, I, uh, any other myths you like to bust? Food in terms of our food, uh, like the RBST or like uh, like uh, so not, we give uh, tremble to cows. I don't think it's a big thing. I, I don't even like, know if people still do that anymore. Uh, it was originally developed for it, but I don't know if we still do that. Yeah, isn't it weird we we're injecting we ourselves for a drug too. that's made like, for cows? We, we take windstraw. That's made for horses. Like, 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 a lot of the times, yeah. like, the, the, the doses bodybuilders are on are, like, enough to kill a cow. And you're like, how are you still alive? Like, how are you still breathing? Yeah, well, it, it's crazy. Well, the, yeah, I don't know. Well, my opinion on steroids is if you're going to, if you're thinking about going not natty, do your shit. Do your research. Do your blood work. Find out what your levels are at. And like my friend said, don't don't fucking jam the whole vial in the syringe and you know fucking take like ten thousand grams of that in one sitting. Just fucking you know. You'd you'd be in more, for more one hell of a situation. time if you did that. Ten thousand grams in one sitting. Yeah. Oh, dude, your blood yeah. is so low. Yeah, and 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 if they, when. When athletes do psych, uh, do steroids, cycle off. You know, don't be on one. Also, another thing is like cycle. If, That's... if if you're taking drugs, I think it goes without saying. Like, if you're gonna compete, go into the untested categories. Like, like if there, if there is an untested category, go into the untested category. And like honestly, like if you're on drugs, just just yeah. and there is no untested category, just don't compete. Just chill. You know, there's no reason to lie about it. Getting caught is a big problem. You're you're running into some big issues there, and also it's an immoral it's an immoral thing, because a lot of people aren't on drugs, and you're like taking that stuff away from them, you know. Yeah. All right. Well. Yeah. It was nice having you on the podcast. We talked about a lot of good stuff. Uh, any closing um, thoughts or anything? Do your shit if you're gonna go on drugs. Take the least doses possible, like he said. Um, and more than anything, don't be an idiot. Like. Yeah, that's that's really all we can say. Just don't be an idiot. Yeah, health is your greatest wealth, guys. Yeah, all right. Signing out, guys. Yeah. All right, that was good.